Hello once again, everybody. I am the Common Sense American, and first of all, let me thank everyone for tuning in last week. I did get perhaps a lot more listeners than maybe as usual. I, I wanted to send a strong message that uh, you're basically being manipulated. You are being forced uh, to accept a lie that you need to rise up and, and run to your guns if you want to quote-unquote save the country. Um, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about, first of all, uh, the pros and cons of, of a Joe Biden presidency and um, I'm trying to look at the bright side here. I, I'm, I'm aware there are more cons. I am aware uh, of the issues that we're going to face. Uh, but first, uh, let me just say this right up front, and I'm going to repeat this as many times as possible. I don't know why I have to say this. This really should be um, common knowledge by now. The internet has been around for a while. But please stop believing everything you see online. Um, I don't know why people do. And the answer, oh, I've seen it in a dozen different places, doesn't mean anything. That doesn't make it more true. That doesn't make it more factual. There are countless garbage publications, countless garbage websites uh, for both far left and far right. And they are just whipping everybody into a frenzy, into this massive fervor, creating this civil war sensation, which, as I made my point last week, was entirely unwarranted. Because we're being so uh, angered by what we see when there's so little behind it in so many ways. Please stick to, at least if you want to read right-wing publications, fine. But at least please stick to some that are have some legitimacy and history behind them and have some sense of journalism to them. I know what you're going to say that, you know, CNN and MSNBC and, NBC and uh, ABC and all the main networks and everything... You know, we can't believe them either. Everything they do is fake news. But again, that was a point I made last week. The idea that they're all fake news just because you don't like it or just because, you know, it's coming across to you in a certain way is entirely irrational. They uh, very often package their stories in a certain way. And yes, they are pandering and catering to the left. Absolutely, they are. However, they do have some real journalists there and they do have some real stories to tell. Um try and filter out the liberal BS that's that's surrounding it, and you might find some uh, real information there. Uh, and it's the same situation on, on the far-right sites where they're going to uh, promote Biden as a criminal just as the right promotes Trump as a criminal. Um, they're going to basically say these, you know, each side's going to say the other man is evil, blah, blah, blah. Just don't fall for any of this, please. Um, do the research. Use sources. Um, understand what makes the difference between a garbage website and a news source and one that has some validity to it, um, because that's really a big part of our problem. Uh, a lot of things I see posted, for example, on Twitter and Facebook and, and social media in general, uh, are really just garbage. You're using sites that absolutely have no um, no integrity, no, nothing. They're, they're, just, they're pandering to you the same way the left-wing publications pander to the left. They're showing you exactly what you want to see. They're uh, making you angry and furious because they can get you to click. They can get you in there. They can get you. They're echoing your sentiments. It's a giant echo chamber just like a lot of social media is, and that's all they're doing. Please don't forget that and don't fall for it. Um, now, that being said, that out of the way, 
The uh, Biden's inauguration is uh, basically over. He is the next president of the United States. And before everybody starts screaming, he's not my president, he's not my president, don't forget that the left spent four years saying exactly the same thing, quote, unquote, word for word about Donald Trump. And of course, we are going to say that, well, they stole the election from us, while the left will say, well, it was Russia that got Trump into the White House and blah, blah, blah. Either way, we really need to uh, sink to their level. Uh, let's look to the future. Let's look to the midterms in 2022. Let's remember that while uh, Democrats do hold sway, unfortunately, in the Senate ho and House, it is very, very tight still in the Senate, and it will still be difficult to push through any of the more far-left uh, policies. The farther left they are, the harder it will be to get through. Um, and, you know, let so let's start there. Let, let me start with a few of the positives, okay? I know maybe, maybe you, wanna, you want me to start with the negatives for Biden campaign, but it's going to take me a little longer to do that. And I know it's what you want to hear anyway, but again, we're going to try and be uh, objective and, and realistic and maybe just a tad hopeful here uh, because I'm tired of the doom and gloom and I'm tired of the hate and I'm tired of all of it. So let's just try and remain grounded and look at this as clearly and rationally as possible. Um, one thing I have made a point of saying in the past is that the uh, progressives, the farther left they are, the more liberal they are on Capitol Hill, the less they like Joe Biden. That has been the case from the start. They have said from the moment he was uh, selected as the, as the Democrat candidate for president, they didn't like him. They don't think he's far enough left, and he was not. If you go back in time and compare him to the other people who were running, from Elizabeth Warren to Bernie Sanders to Buttigieg, all those guys, he definitely is not as far left as them. I know you think he is because the, there's certain, again, right-wing publications that are slamming it down your throat that every Democrat, and especially Joe Biden, is just a, you know, a massive socialist. That really is not the case, and it never has been. They don't like him for a reason. He is not implementing the policies they really want him to implement. Now, he's going to back a lot of things they like, but they're not strict enough for them. They're not as they're not liberal or crazy enough for them. They've said flat out several times, he is not our pick. They're just they were just on the anybody but Trump bandwagon. That's really all the, the far left was doing. Um, <clears throat> so of all the policies that you're going to see come down the pike, do not expect them to be as uh, not so left as progressives like AOC would want them to be, or Sanders would want them to be. Now, it is cause for some concern that Kamala Harris is certainly farther left than Biden, and she will have tremendous influence, of course. Um, so that is something to, to worry about. The other thing to worry about is coming down the pike. Um, four years from now, if if Biden's still okay uh, and, and, you know, running again, I can pretty much guarantee that a certain percentage of votes cast for Biden in that presidential election will be for Harris because they just know that Biden's probably not going to last another four years. That's cause for concern. But the far left agenda will have more difficulty getting pushed through than a lot of people on the right believe. Because if you look, it's still very tight in the Senate. The House lost at least a dozen seats. I think it's more than that. This is a lot tighter than people think. And yes, they do hold majority. But bear in mind that that only really works if every single 
uh, member of every single party votes partisan on everything. And that rarely happens. Yes, things have been more partisan on Capitol Hill than ever before, but that would have to happen in order for everything to go through uh, smoothly and cleanly, and chances are it's not going to happen. They're going to, Biden is going to have plenty of issues trying to get a lot of this through. Not as many issues as if we had managed to hold on to the Senate, unfortunately, but it's not going to be so hunky-dory and simple as him just saying, I want to do this and that's it. Republicans have no say at all. That's not really the case. You have to look at it as, you know, from a seat standpoint, from a, from a majority standpoint, it's very, very, very tight. There's a reason why there were two races uh, in Georgia to determine the, the majority. Uh, it's, it's very tight. The other thing to uh, remember is that many of the problems this country faces really didn't have anything to do with the presidency. Trump really couldn't fix them, and Biden's not going to fix them either. He's probably not going to make it any worse. We have a lot of issues uh, that I think doesn't, it doesn't matter what happens on Capitol Hill. It doesn't matter who's sitting in the, in, the, in the White House. We have so many issues in education, in entertainment, uh, the media. The, the far-left crap has gotten so bad and really, Trump didn't do any. It got worse under Trump, right? I mean, it, it infected all those levels of society, and it's just been terrible. And I don't see it getting any better, of course, with Biden in the White House. But either way, it was always going to be our biggest issues. Kids going to school and basically being brainwashed, being told what to think, not how to think, not how to be objective and realistic and constructive. That's not what they're being taught anymore. If you ask teachers, if you ask professors who have any who dare to go against the left-wing agenda in any way, they, under, they understand that their careers are in danger, and they understand just how bad it is. In entertainment, it's been, it's been terrible. I don't even deal with Hollywood anymore. I've said that before as well. I don't watch any movies. I don't, I don't deal with these people. All they have is an is a, is a agenda and a narrative, and it's disgusting, and it's sick, and I'm tired of the twisted. I'm tired of loser culture. I'm tired of everyone pushing uh, nastiness and grittiness and depressing crap down our throats and pretending that that's just real, you know, and that it's somehow educational and enlightening. It's not enlightening. It's not any of that. It's just garbage, and I'm tired of it. I saw a great quote on Twitter. I forget who said it, but basically said, look, the fact that we've gone so far down the road of tolerance, there's no virtue, virtue in all tolerance because what ends up happening is it's a slippery slope and you start to tolerate the worst and nastiest of human society. And that is what we're doing and that is a serious problem. And, and really, Trump wasn't going to do anything to fix that. There's not anything one man can do to fix it, no matter how much power he has. We have to somehow fix that. We have to start electing people to boards of education and, that will help to fight this. We have to ignore freaking Hollywood and a lot of entertainment that's sitting out there that is pushing this down our throat. If they don't make money on it, they're going to stop pushing it. They've already started. You see some examples of them losing money hand over fist. Sports as well. Keep that up. We don't need them. Trust me, your lives are much better without having these people basically insulting you at every turn and trying to tell you that this is there's only one way to live, only one way to think. Ignore those people. If that's what you see in a movie that you're streaming, say, for example, on Netflix, turn it off. I do that all the time. I'll start, I'll take a chance on something, and the instant that agenda and narrative is there and blatantly obvious as it always is and completely transparent, I turn it right off. We're done. I'm not dealing with you. It's the same thing with any book I read. I tend to stick with the classics now for good reason. Same thing with movies. It's with, I don't even watch TV, the, the amount of tripe that's on there. And again, all far left crap that I just, I don't deal. I just don't watch it. 
That's how you do it. You hit entertainment in the wallet and you hit education uh, basically in the same way you would hit any political structure is just try and vote people in there and get people in there and hire people in there and have people in positions of power that are going to battle this. Um, and so, I mean, maybe that's not a plus by saying this, you know, but again, it's not a Biden presidency that worries me most. It's the fact that nothing is going to happen under him to fight this. Nothing happened under Trump either. It just got worse. But speaking of that, speaking of how things sort of spiraled under Trump, um, I, I don't doubt that I, I, you know, he did do enact a lot of policies and legislation that was very helpful for this country. If he wasn't who he was, he would have been reelected easily. Easily. It wouldn't have been close. Whether you talk about election fraud or whatever, it would not have been close. It would have been very much like the first election with Hillary. It's his personality that killed him. And it's COVID that, that didn't help either. It, if you strip his personality away and his, you know, his tweeting and his bombastic nature and all of that, if you took that away... And all you had to go on was basically he was sort of just like enough, kind of like Biden, right? And then much of a personality isn't really much of anything. You just have to, you kind of have to go by what he's done and all that. He, Trump would have been reelected. And the issue is, is that as much as I appreciate what Trump did for the country, and as much as I agree with many of his policies and uh, the fact that patriotism is a real thing and that people are not afraid to stand up and say, I love this country and I'm going to fight for this country and um, I love my president. And if you tell me that that's not okay to say, then we have a problem and we know we have a problem and we're going to fight back against that. And he brought that up and he accused the media of doing exactly what they've been doing for years. And he's right about that as well. But I think it's kind of in a way... You're going to see some calming down with him out. You just are. You're going to see not a return to complete normalcy in terms of how people view politics, but I really think people are going to mellow out a little with him gone. Uh, I, I, again, it's really nothing against him. It's just who he was. And in a lot of ways, we did need that persona. But now is the time to sort of, yeah, if you want to talk about healing, you want to talk about that. I, I just think we need someone uh, a little less of a lightning rod leading the country. I mean, he did what he needed to do, I think, and he did a lot of good things. But right now, I think it's better to have someone who's not much of anything uh, in the way. It really isn't. He's, he's really milk toast. That's who Biden is. And that's a good thing, actually. I really think that's something that we can focus on. And the other thing to consider uh, as, as a possible positive is that, uh, you know, Biden... Again, he is who we thought he is. He's always going to be, uh, he's going to waffle a little bit. He's going to be on the fence more often than you think. He's not as straight-nosed go-ahead as Trump was. So he's not going to deliver exactly what the left wants all the time. He's too, he's too wishy-washy. Okay? Now, what do I worry about? What should we all worry about? What I worry about with Biden, and specifically a Biden administration, is his approach to immigration, his approach to healthcare, his approach, and taxes? I have a bad feeling going to go through the roof as they do under every Democrat who's president because it's all they know how to do. His immigration stance is concerning. Um, the idea that he, he does want to tear down the wall, he's going to be pressured to do it, despite the fact that every other country on the planet has essentially a, a very, very, very strict immigration uh, procedure that. Uh, requires you to adapt and assimilate to a culture, requires you to be productive and, and contribute way faster than we do. 
And you got to do it pretty much the instant you're there. In fact, you have to prove that you can do it even before you show up in a lot of countries. And that's how it's done all around the world. And they basically laugh at us for being completely insane about this and letting every single leech on the face of the planet in here to drain our system dry, which is what has been happening for decades. And the numbers, whether whatever side you're on should freak you out no matter what. This free healthcare for illegals, free everything, come here, get everything on a silver platter, all of that has to stop. And I'm worried that Biden is going to just succumb to political correctness, as all Democrats do, and just continue doing what Obama did. And we had a serious issue under Obama with immigration. And all Biden apparently wants to do is reinstitute all of his policies and then some. That's a problem. The other problem is healthcare. You're one, they, he wants to push for, I guarantee they're going to try and get him to do Medicare for all, socialized medicine. We're not that far from that right now anyway. We're in such a mess physically and, and health-wise. We just, it's, it's, it's terrible. It's absolutely awful that we're in the condition we're in. I don't think he can help it, fix it. But, 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 as an aside, and we just shift right back to the optimism side, just really quickly, the whole COVID thing. You're starting to notice, of course, that people, you're going to see a slightly more positive tone to how the pandemic is doing because, you know, Biden's in there. You know, with Trump, everything's bad and awful and terrible and nightmarish because it's his fault somehow. Um, but with Biden in there, yeah, you know, things are going to be better looking up. So you might see an upward tick in trends of positive news facing over the pandemic might be ebbing in a little bit. We might be out of this a lot sooner than we thought. The vaccine's going around and, and they're not going to be afraid to spin out the yarn that things are getting better because it makes Biden look good. And that's exactly what mainstream media is going to do. Right. So maybe the insanity surrounding COVID will also come down. Yes, it sucks that they had to treat Trump this way and and uh, didn't even acknowledge that the vaccine came in under him, didn't acknowledge that it came out as fast as it did, uh, made no effort to to uh, give him any credit at all. They want to do that for Biden. So they're going to try and twist everything as best they can to make him look good. And that will hopefully alleviate some of the insanity that we have been seeing. Uh, especially from the left, you know, the fear porn has gone out of control. So that might really alleviate that. Uh, something else to maybe look forward to in the coming months. Uh, but getting back to, to Biden and what worries me, I mean, the other thing is that he, it's, you're already looking at American companies just sprinting out of here again. It's like Trump brought him back. Trump gave him good reason to stay, uh, gave him tax incentives to stay. Business started to boom. Don't forget what the markets did. When Trump got in office, I mean, they went absolutely berserk. And oh, let's not forget, there was no recession or depression during Trump's four years. There wasn't even one during the COVID time. And if he can stop a recession happening, and don't even believe the idiots, people like NPR and CNN, they're going to tell you in a recession, all that is a lie. That is crap. The markets have been fine throughout all of this. Big ticket items are way up. Real estate is up. They're selling cars left and right. Everyone seems to have plenty of money because that is the evidence that we see in front of us. Recession, baloney. That's all crap. And it didn't happen under him. Okay. What worries me is that it's going to happen under Biden because he, just like every Democrat, they have no clue how to run a business. And let's face it, America is one giant business. So all they're going to do is jack taxes to the roof. They think they, they you know, they accuse Trump of, uh, you know, giving tax break to the rich and not helping the quote unquote little person, which is a big pile of crap. You talk to a lot of middle class people and they say they absolutely were helped, especially small businesses by Trump. And the only thing that Biden wants to do is trash them to pieces, just like all Democrats do. 
It's the biggest bit of hypocrisy on the planet. When they say they're standing up for the little person, they're fighting for middle class America, which is all a lie. They're the ones who get hit hardest with all taxes that ends up getting you know, all the tax hikes. They're the ones who pay the price. All they care about is making sure that, oh, nobody's poor, so we're going to make sure the losers get plenty of money from the people who work hard, which is the only answer Democrats have anything, which of course is socialism, and they're going to keep pushing that. And they're going to push it harder and harder and harder, and this country is in no condition to, to uh, push back because we were so incompetent, and I've said many times, that socialism only gets a foothold on a country when the uh, society itself becomes highly incapable and incompetent in a number of ways. Then they need government to take care of them. So they're going to opt for socialism to be cared for because they can't do anything on their own. They can't survive. And that's where we're pushing towards. So that's the other concern of the Biden administration, especially with Harris uh, looming in the background there. Uh, and she's going to be guaranteed she took this specifically with the knowledge that she will be president at some point if Biden gets elected again, especially in four years. But we look forward to the midterms. We should look forward to that. Uh, historically, the uh, the party that owns the, the White House come the midterms, lose a bunch of seats come midterms. It just happens. It happened to Trump, too. So, you know, look forward to that because in and, and the two years, God only knows what he's going to do in two years. So it's very possible that he could really shoot himself in the foot and they could lose majorities, not Senate. And that would change the outlook on a lot of different things moving forward. It really would. Um, so don't go nuts. Don't 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 start stocking up because you think there's going to be a, a war because there isn't going to be one. or At least there better not be. Um, the idea is useless and counterproductive and will do nothing but harm a lot of people and do absolutely nothing, just like the riots in Washington, D.C. did nothing. Didn't stop the Biden inauguration, didn't stop any of it, and basically just made it so it's going to be extremely difficult for conservatives, Republicans, to own any positions of power in the coming years. Almost erased the Republican Party in one fell swoop just by doing that. Now we're going to be tied to that for years and no one's going to forget it. Thanks a lot. As if it wasn't hard enough to begin with. That's all these uprisings ever do. They just make it harder for the people who are associated with them. So, that's it for this week. Uh, I hope you feel at least a little bit better with how things are progressing. Please don't think that the world is falling apart because it isn't. Uh, if you do, you're just falling prey to the, to the manipulative media on either side of the aisle, whichever one you happen to listen to. Go outside, enter reality for a little bit, realize what you're facing. It's not that bad, but we are going to have to keep a close eye on what happens from here on out. Continue to vote. We, look, it's our only alternative right now. So just continue to do that, especially local. These things grow from local governments. This is where Biden and people like that came from. You know, they had to start somewhere. So now we start, you know, fighting back by putting people that we really think are going to be good leaders, conservative Republicans, independents, libertarian, whatever, to get away from the far left side and just start pushing back for common sense and, and patriotism and all the good things that we really have left behind uh, in the past. So uh, I hope you all have a good week. Uh, please just remember to stay sane and rational. Um, and uh, hopefully this whole administration won't be anywhere near as bad as we think. That's it for me, and uh, I will see you again next week. Thank you.